are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles, bringing you everything going on in L.A. sports every week right here on this very podcast. It's do or die time, Los Angeles. Since last we spoke, the Dodgers have played five games against the Houston Astros in what I think it's fair to say is one of the most exciting World Series we've ever seen. Through five roller coaster games, the Dodgers trail Houston now two games to three. The Dodger fans on the show look like they've aged about 20 years in the past week, <laughs> while Darren and I are still young and baby-faced as ever. We are. Yeah. Looking good. Yep. Point That's, angel fans. Shut, shut your mouth. A bunch, <laughs> a bunch of other LA teams did a bunch of other stuff. We'll try our best to focus enough to discuss those teams as well. But before I let these rabid Dodger fans loose, if you're not following us on Twitter, you're missing out. Be sure to join the conversation at Guys in Shorts LA. Even Ben has been tweeting. Oh, it's unbelievable. That's, that's worth joining yeah. just for that. Yeah. Dodger game. Follow Ben on Twitter. GIS <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Reality. GIS Mr. Reality. That's the one. All right. Gentlemen, start your engines. I'm Jeff Wilson. And that is Victor Costello. My heart can't take it. <laughs> oh, I can't even oh, imagine. Darren Besa. As a longtime Angel fan for the last three and a half decades, I must say this. Oh, Dodgers. Oh, oh that's fair. Wow. That, yeah, absolutely. Respect. Yeah. Respect. Our, our brothers up the, up the five. <laughs> up the five. And David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> How's it hanging? <laughs> <laughs> so, any questions? Otherwise known as Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, is dressed in the David S. Pumpkin suit, which I had no clue what that was until Eric got the suit and sent a picture. <laughs> yeah. And looked it Neither up. Neither did I. And you, yeah. you I had gotta to look, look it, it up if you don't know what it is. Yeah, I think I'm the only guy who dresses up to do a, a non-video podcast, <laughs> but that's okay. It's commitment. I feel like we should periscope. It, something. Well, it's worth it's worth getting the the six guys oh. in the room to laugh. That, that that's enough for me. It's so great. <laughs> you look great though. Oh, thank you. Yes. Oh, Happy thank you. Halloween. I, I feel great. You should. You're you're more festive than any <laughs> yeah. of us. Oh yeah. <laughs> any uh. questions? <laughs> oh, so let's get right to this. Speaking of Halloween, nobody cares about trick or treating tomorrow night because <laughs> yeah, the Dodgers are taking on the Houston Astros in game six. Vic, are you going to the game? No, no. We we ended up getting tickets for game seven. Oh, oh you're kidding. Man. So you're saying there yeah. is going to be a game oh, seven. Oh, my then. gosh. That well, will yeah, be yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, of course. There you go. There has to be a game seven. Has to be. All right. All right. Let's get, let's get to this. Uh, Vic, you want to start things off with what the <laughs> hell is going on? Uh, yeah, you're having a team that won 104 games play against a team that won 102 games. That's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so first time, first time in World Series history that two 100 uh, win teams are playing each other, and uh, this is the result. And this is not disappointing. I mean, this for you, <laughs> this is, for well, you. Yeah, I feel like for anyone who's not a Dodger fan or an Astros fan, this is the most entertaining baseball. <laughs> We've this, seen yeah. in a while. And I agree with that. This has been great baseball. And it, it's just, you know, the Dodgers and the Astros, I would imagine, just as Victor said, it's 104 against 102 uh, regular season games. But I've been excited from game one. And you always see those teams where they're fighting back within games. But I think yesterday alone, Astros, what, came back three times? Yeah, I don't need to remind us. That's yeah. okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, we, we saw the game. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. But, but you know what? I, I will rebuttal with every time that the Astros went... 
the Dodgers were right there. Yeah. And I, I think oh, there, yeah, totally. there, are, there are so many other teams in the league, and this is why these two teams are in the World Series, but there are so many other teams that when they get down, they're done. And the, the Dodgers just don't have any quit in them. They will keep going until the wheels fall off. And unfortunately, the wheels have fallen off a couple times, yeah. but but th- they're fighting and they're hungry, and it, it has been an amazing World Series to watch. As someone who, who loves to make fun of baseball and the slow slog during the <laughs> summer and 162 games, playoff baseball, I will say, there is nothing more exciting. And this is coming from the soccer guy. I'm going to admit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, playoff baseball. And I don't know if it's just because... It's the Dodgers, and I'm that much more into it because it's the Dodgers. But I don't think I've had more fun watching a sporting event like I have this playoff, this entire playoff run, but particularly the World Series. You know, you feel <sighs> that the ebbs and flows and the heartbreak. I mean, game two, my heart just yeah. fell out of my, my chest. I can't even talk. My heart fell out of my <laughs> chest. I, can't, I couldn't even describe how that feeling was to, to feel like you had it in your grasp and then to let it slip away. And then for the same thing to happen in game five, when they go up, they go down, you say, okay, we finally got the insurance run. We're going to do it. And then they go and, and, and yeah. lose it again. So it's just, it's been crazy. And, and there's no doubt in my mind that the Dodgers are going to at least force a game seven, even with Verlander going. It's just been, there's no other way it can go. It just has to go seven, the oh, way yeah. these teams are playing. And Puig already said it. So yeah, he gets, uh, once Puig, Puig says it. Yeah. Yeah. He called the World Series, too. He called the World Series, yeah. So, you know, Puig said it, it's going to happen. You know, this this Astros team was the number one offense uh, in the in, during the regular season. So, uh, you know, these guys, they play in a tiny stadium where left field, I think, the is— The juice box. It's a minute like, juice box. They even have <laughs> yeah, a juice like, box. Yeah, right. Le- left field is like, yeah, it's like, you know, midway through the Dodgers stadium left field and it has a, a fake uh, green monster uh, up there. Yeah. So, uh, it's featured and, on and, tiny houses, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do believe that they, uh, close the dome. So there's no wind. There's no, nothing that's going to stop a ball from leaving the park. Um, and so you saw the result of that. Um, these guys were just knocking the crap out of the ball and, uh, you know, it, it's been a fun ride. It's been a crazy ride. Um, and the only way that this could end that uh, could make the 30 for 30 even better when it comes out is for the Dodgers <laughs> to win it in seven. And, and so absolutely. it's just the way it had to go. Yeah. And, and the way it's going, you know, especially as the fan of your home team, you want to hate the other team and you want to you want to come up with reasons why they're getting the lucky bounces and things are just going their way. We're not getting any calls. But the fact of the matter is the Astros are just good. Yeah. You know, you want to hate them. You want to make fun of them. And you want to make fun of their haircuts and Jose Altuve being four foot two, but the, <laughs> right. the, the, yeah, <laughs> come on, get it but, straight. But they're just good, and you, you have to respect that. And I think that's what's making this great too. Is it's you're, it's not going one way because of the bad umping, even though the ump <laughs> situation oh, in the last game yeah. Was, yeah, that was, was, crazy was a major yesterday. talking point. But both teams had the same ump. It's not like one, they were going one way but not the other way. So it's right. just two monsters going at it and it's amazing and then going back to what victor's saying about the ball flying did you guys happen to see the sports illustrated article no no they, they yeah. dropped a sports illustrated article said that the leather that they're using the ball. on the balls in the world series is slicker and that that's part of the reason why the really? ball, why there's so many home run balls of course some people are saying the balls are juiced and that the mlb yeah. all the conspiracy theories are coming yeah. out but they did confirm that the leather is at least different than the balls that were during the regular season so when you think about you Darvish and not being able to have that control, you have to think 
are the baseballs a factor here? So I, I thought it was an interesting article. If you haven't checked it out, what, check did, out. Was I, there reasoning for that? Um, I haven't looked into the research as far as what the Why, reasoning was yeah. for yeah. changing it, but you know, who knows? Huh. <laughs> Maybe they're, they're, hey, let's yeah. test that new ball. Why not yeah, the World why not? Series? Sure. <laughs> it's a great right. time. Totally to makes sense. time as any. <laughs> and what they were saying is that it really affects pitchers that throw sliders. Um, apparently, the guys who throw a lot of sliders in this series haven't been able to throw them the way they want to because the ball keeps slipping out of their hands, um, which could be one of the reasons why you Darvish just seemed to be have no control whatsoever in that game where he got blown out uh, by the before the third inning. But um, you know these these guys. It's crazy because we're we're going up against Justin Verlander coming up, and uh, one of the best pitchers this postseason. But you, you, you st- I still believe the Dodgers are going to do it. it it's a I crazy it. feeling. I love it. Yeah, I, I just these guys aren't aren't afraid. They're not backing down. But coming back home, this is why you 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 get home field advantage. Uh, I'm so glad that baseball changed the All Star game this oh, year yeah. from home field advantage Absolutely. to to whoever you know wins the most games. And uh, this is why you do it. You know, they won one in L. A. We won one in Houston. And now uh, let's 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 finish them off. I w- I will jump in. I'm sitting on the hate couch. Oh, Ben is not here. That's right. That's why you're (laughs) you're on the hate couch. Yeah, we didn't mention Ben is not here. He he (laughs) couldn't even. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't even make it with all the heartache. And I think everyone just assumes that the the STDs are eventually going to get get to (laughs) him. Clearly, yeah, (laughs) clearly. (laughs) But but so I'm going to channel the hate couch here. Yes. Have my evil David S. Pumpkins outfit. Oh yes. And (laughs) did are are we going to blame Roberts and Kershaw? For any of this, is any of this on their head? You know, with game two, the miss, the overmanaging, in my opinion, game five, Kershaw being, you know, the playoff Kershaw that we don't like. Are we going to hang any of that on them, Vic? Uh, well, I, I think you have to blame some of this on Kershaw. I mean, how, how do you not? Uh, he he had a chance to solidify his turning around of his his playoff, you know, woes. And and couldn't do it. He the Dodgers were something like nineteen one when they had a four run lead with Kershaw pitching, and uh, they couldn't get he couldn't get that win in the playoffs. Uh, this was his moment to shine. So I don't see how you don't how you can't put some of the blame uh, on Kershaw. As, as far as Dave Roberts is concerned, I still don't understand what there's certain. P- points where I think you can say, okay, I don't understand why he did that. Like, I don't understand why he let Kershaw pitch to that last batter. He was already around in the high 80s at that point uh, in his pitch count. Um, I think they should have taken Kershaw out, you know, before he pitched to that last batter. Um, I think, uh, you know, he shouldn't have pitched uh, Brandon Morrow yeah, uh, during that game. But That's but, one that's, that really but, sticks out to me is doing Morrow okay, three days but, in a row. Okay, right. So that's a manager going by his gut instinct and not by sabermetrics, okay. which is the interesting part to me because the numbers told he Brandon Morrow wasn't supposed to pitch. Yeah, and that, they, they already announced that uh, you know um, Stripling was going to take his space, his spot because you know Brandon Morrow had pitched two days in a row, and and that's that's you know that's the numbers game, right? Brandon Morrow talked his way into pitching that game, so Dave Roberts went with a gut feeling. And that gut feeling exploded on him. You don't want to go with a gut feeling in the World Series. I mean, Brandon Morrow hasn't pitched three games in a row during the regular season. But why do it now right. in the World Series? Right, but 
Well, because this is my point, is everybody's trying to blame these cyber metrics on... I don't and know if you guys have listened to this, Joe yeah, Buck. Everyone is saying Joe, it should be eyeball test, it shouldn't yeah. be... When yeah. the fact of the That's all is, he's been saying this entire, this entire series. And he, it kills me because the one time that Dave Roberts does go with an eyeball test, he gets, he he gets, gets shelled for it. Yeah. And yeah, he should have stuck to his saber metrics and not let Brandon Morrow pitch. So he didn't step up as a manager in that, and that's the only reason why I would say that he, he, uh, he, he messed that part up. It wasn't because cyber metrics was wrong. It was because he went, he didn't listen to the numbers game, and yeah. and and Joe Buck kills me because <laughs> when um, I, dude, the guy is such a Dodger hater. It's he can't even hide it. Like the it's Cardinals so funny. Fan. Yeah, so there's a there when Alex Wood was pitching and they and they pulled Alex Wood out. He was throwing a no hitter and then the guy I don't know if it was a double that got hit off of him or whatever it was. They pull Alex Wood. Joe Buck goes crazy. Why are they doing this? Like the guy's throwing a no hitter. Da 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 da. Right. The very next inning, the same. Okay, the pitcher from the Arizona Diamondbacks is having a great game too. Right. It was a great game. Pitchers are both pitchers are pitching well. Somebody from the Dodgers, I don't remember who it was, gets a hit. They pull the Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher, and 10 seconds before they did that, Joe Buck was like, you know, the manager from the Houston Astros, you know, he's doing a really good job. He's, you know, he's not, he's not necessarily going by the numbers, you know, he's going with, with his gut feeling, and, <laughs> and uh, that's why this pitcher's still in the game, you know, I don't know what's going on on the other side, but, you know, this, this manager's doing it old style, old school <laughs> style. The 10 seconds after he says that, the pitcher gets pulled because of one hit. And does Joe Buck say anything? No, because he's an idiot. So I hope yeah. you're listening to this podcast, Joe, Joe Buck. Buck. You, are, you are, you are, you, God, you're of just a horrible, horrible announcer. You have no idea what you're talking about. Joe, Joe Buck is like the red hot chili peppers of sports announcing. It's like, how did they get so popular? How, how are they, how do they get so many games? How do they get so much? Like, no one loves Joe Buck. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Red they, Hot Chili yeah, Peppers. No. There's any Red Hot Chili what Peppers you, fans offended. What you got, you got to give it to your mama. <laughs> I don't know how I'm not famous coming up with the lyrical masterpiece yeah, that's right. that. But, but I will bite yeah. back, and I, I agree with Victor, because I have been listening to a lot of talk radio, because, of course, you can't analyze this World Series enough. Um, but everyone's saying, oh, it's, it should be the eyeball test. They're relying too much on sabermetrics. And I will bite back, because the only reason that the Dodgers are here are because of the script and the computer yeah. program and relying on these things and doing things. And when it goes well, during the Diamondbacks, during the Cubs, we all said, man, this is just a computer program running off of you know the script and doing exactly what they're supposed to do. They're using the science to figure it all out. And we, we all loved it. And then now they lose a couple games to a, a team that's red hot. And, and we say, oh, they shouldn't be trusting it. I, I, I am going to bite back and say that th they should be trusting it. And the, the situations that it got away from them, like Victor said, it was a gut feeling. It was going with Kenley Jansen for six innings when that's really not his forte. He doesn't really do that during the regular season. So the, I don't think the sabermetrics back doing that. So it's he, they're really... You know, he's putting his players out there. He's putting belief in his players. And I think that's why they're battling back so hard is because they want to win for Dave Roberts. He's inspiring them. It's not all a computer program. Yes, he's using it, but it's not. That's not the reason why they're losing. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be Ben's favorite part of the podcast because I'm going to blow your minds about sabermetrics right now. So um, 2004, who won the World Series? Boston, right? Who who was the uh, GM of that? It was Theo Epstein. He they went in two thousand seven. They went in two thousand thirteen. In two th in 
the Boston Red Sox was Red Sox was really the first team that turned cybermetrics into more than just trying to get cheap players like the Oakland A's did to get on your team, um, you know, and try they to ma- and try to win a World it. Series that way. Right? They 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 changed it into a culture. They made it into deeper, deeper, and deeper and deeper. And and he's the one that you know broke that. Uh, what however many years the Red Sox hadn't won a World Series. Chicago Cubs steal him. What does he do? Chicago he breaks the Chicago Cubs uh, uh, World Series uh, drought. Right, the Arizona Diamondbacks. This is so funny. I found an article from Tony Larusa in two thousand six, the beginning of two thousand sixteen, where he's taught. He literally is talking about you know a lot of these teams are bringing in these you know uh, Ivy Leaguers and you know numbers guys, but we're going to do things a little bit differently here. Uh, we're going to do this you know with uh, the old way of doing it with scouts and this and that and blah 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 blah. So he Pine hires. Stewart, <laughs> yeah, he he hires Dave Stewart and 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 I don't remember who's the coach. Coach's name was, and they get fired. All of them get fired. Tony Larusa, the Dave Stewart, the general manager, and the and the coach. All of them get fired. The Arizona Diamondbacks went ahead and hired a whole bunch of head, uh, cybermetric heads, uh, including a general manager, a new. Uh, um, uh, manager and brought in some full-time analysts onto their squad. They went from losing like how many games did they lose last year? It's ninety something to winning over ninety-four or ninety-three games. However many games they, they they did that huge of a turnaround in one year uh, after changing their culture there. Uh, and and going into this sabermetrics rabbit hole that I went into today, you know what team actually used the sabermetrics more than the Dodgers? The Astros. The Houston Astros. Yeah. I was going to say, if you go back three years when they were tanking, this was their plan several yeah. years ago. It's, this was made, their plan. It made to more get to where they to are today. And collect assets, and that got them where they are today. They were one of the first early adopters on the 2015. Uh, in 2015, ESPN put out a list of the early adopters of both an NBA, uh, NHL, MLB, and NFL as far as sabermetrics is concerned. Right, and uh, all the if, since like 2011, there hasn't been a World Series where there hasn't been a team that has adopted. This way of thinking is it's just it's crazy when you look at it. I think there was actually only one year where there wasn't two teams. I think it was the Detroit Tigers one year were in the World Series and they weren't uh, really believers in, in the sabermetric yeah, system. They don't have but computers every other, in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, every other every other year there was at least somebody in in the organization that was using sabermetrics, uh, which is just crazy when you think about it. And uh, so it's for, for, for people to sit here and blame Saber, they're, they're idiots. They're, it's just all it is. <laughs> yeah. that you, have, you, have these, you have these people that don't want change. You know what league has no sabermetrics people working in it? The NFL. And that's why nobody ever goes for it on fourth down. They don't listen to anything that no people want to tell them. Well, dude, this is the way you're going <laughs> to win. Nobody wants to listen to it because they're a bunch of old guys that don't want things to change. And uh, I think this World Series is, and, and this year is showing you exactly what why teams are going to sabermetrics you you can go in the nba and it's the exact same thing as far as you know who's one of the first adopters of of uh of uh, sabermetrics in the nba you had the san antonio spurs the oklahoma the city rockets. thunder the houston rockets uh, you tell sound. me those three teams yeah Man, look exactly at you two. hey we have all the same tweets we yeah. love computers <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely amazing and so i'm just tired of hearing people Say that it's it's the cybermetrics fault when it's not. Is it perfect? No, but you're going by percentages to try to win games, and why wouldn't you do that? Like that's the number one thing you should be doing. 
Yeah, and I think that's the one thing. Preach, brother. Is you always? It's always the old <laughs> player. Well, back in my day, when I used to play, yeah, they're defensive and they 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 have that insecurity that they want to defend the way they <clears> done. D one, D one. But when you when you look at the game, we could say it's a computer all day long, but in the end. It's the players who are playing, and the pitcher has to throw the ball, the batter has to hit the ball, and that you can't control. So it's ultimate, It's baseball right. like it has been for the past hundred-something years, and so that hasn't changed. And I think people yeah. forget that when they think of all the stats and everything that goes into analyzing it and preparing for it, but in the end, it's still baseball. So I think that's something that people are forgetting. Yeah, the truth of the matter is all Sabermetrics is doing is trying to put your players and your team in a better position to win. The players still have to go out there and perform, yeah. but you're trying to put them in a, in a position where they have a better chance of winning. So I, it's just crazy. To, this Joe Buck is an idiot. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all that to say, <laughs> Joe Buck is an idiot. So I think we can all agree there. there you the go. Sabermetrics <laughs> definitely agrees with that. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of idiots, are we going to talk about Yuli Gurriel? Uh, oh, God. Yeah. He is an idiot. How much bullshit is it, the suspension next season? Oh, complete. It's Complete. unbelievable. It's unbelievable, especially since he's saying, well, it wouldn't be fair to the team. Last time I checked, you bring a 24-man roster, correct? You're allowed to sub yeah. players. Yeah. It's not yes. just nine guys. And yeah. they're not going to be playing a man down. The guy does a racist gesture, and, oh, that wouldn't be fair. We're, we're going to handle it next season. So I think putting your hands in the pockets there and not doing it, I think it's way out of line. And I'm, I'm not big on the, you know, let's overreact and I'm offended. I don't think it's that. It's just, it's not, it was a, t- it, you should know better. Yeah. You, you should not be making oh, that totally. gesture. And, and, you know, having friends of different cultures and different races, you know, t- full disclosure, Darren, how much shit do we give you, you know, you know, <laughs> a lot. Just because I'm <laughs> half Asian. Come on. But, but you're when, doing it right now. But when it's your friends, it's <laughs> but, a different yeah. thing. You have that you're relationship. You're allowed when you're a friend. But when yeah. it's the other team and you're making it to make fun of the player, that's when it gets out of bounds and where it's off limits. If we were in the podcast World Series and someone said something similar to what we say to Darren, we'd go after yeah. him. That, that wouldn't stand. That's not okay. And I think the what some people are pulling up are some old videos of people in their own dugout making fun of other Asian pitchers, but it, it really is a different situation. And I think what he did was inappropriate and suspending Agreed. him for one game would have sent the message, and I think everyone would have been satisfied oh, totally. with that. But the fact that they didn't really shows the cowardice of the commissioner. To, well, to they make have that no move. balls. Yeah, they, they're, they're going to try to use the excuse that oh, well, you know, it's going to go through a process, and they probably wouldn't serve it. And that's not the point. That's it's just beyond the point. The point is, is, is you got to say something that you know this is not right. And and if and if he doesn't serve it because you know because you got to go through the process of of the appeals process, then fine, then do it. But don't but don't say oh we're gonna give him five. What the hell is five games gonna do next year? Gonna do nothing. I'm surprised they didn't give him uh, five games for the preseason. That would have really sent a message. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome. I think I think uh, MLB was consulting with Roger Goodell on uh, uh, the suspension. <laughs> what what should we do? Hey, Raj. How should we handle it? I'm the guy who's trying to suspend Ezekiel Elliott. Don't, don't yeah, ask me. Right. You know what also is 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 horrible is like there was a whole bunch of pictures coming up on Twitter of of Astros fans making the same gesture the yeah, next I game. That. I saw that. And and yeah, and then really? you had a whole bunch wow. of Astros fans re- replying to Dodger fans like because Dodger fans would bring up Uriel or something, and then uh, the a bunch of Astro fans would reply with just "I'm your racist, I'm your racist, I'm your racist," and so I, I, to me at least. It, it's it's partly on Major League Baseball's fault because you're kind of giving you're saying it's the okay. impression that it's okay. 
Uh, you won't get in trouble if you do that. Yeah, it's uh, not a big well, deal. Uh, suspend you a year from now. It's uh, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, and that's the part that bugs matter. me the most. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, eh, yeah. eh. All right. And I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I think if he made fun of a different race, it may be different. And I think that's oh, where totally. it gets really yeah. interesting totally. also when you think yeah. about it. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Over. That, that's offensive. Too controversial. Yeah. Way topics. too controversial. Yeah. Go there. I'm wearing a freaking pumpkin suit. Yes, what am I doing are. talking about? The Any hard questions? Any questions? <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Before we get off Dodger talk, I got a, I got a few uh, gut check questions. Uh, this is the Dodger World Series edition for, uh, for Hammer and, and Vic. Uh, so we'll we'll kind of blow through these quickly here. <clears throat> Why? So you mentioned well, or or <laughs> I can as, talk as long as you want. Yeah, six and a half hours. Yeah. yeah, as long as you want. <laughs> Follow on Periscope. I'll be talking about the Dodgers for the next thirty-six hours. Continue till tomorrow. All right. We mentioned uh, Kershaw in this last game, blowing it. Not so happy about it. Even Vic lays yeah. some blame on him, which yeah. I, was I was shocked to yeah. hear that. Next season. <laughs> Is Kershaw Day still a thing? Oh, totally. Yeah, I think that it's so. I hate this. Regular season Kershaw Day is a thing. Yeah. And notice yeah. that I had to say that. Regular season. Regular, Regular season, season Kershaw Day is a thing. <laughs> covered yeah. it. Which is, I, I don't want to say that, but it's that's the way it is. Until until further notice, and you know I, I hate to agree with Ben. Man, the hate couch is Uh-oh. taking over me. <laughs> I'm changing. <laughs> it's it's gonna take multiple playoff runs for him to get this stink off of him. He he needs to. Is the stink he, is back because we had kind of said the stink was gone. I I thought it was gone, and I thought after game one in the World Series, giving up one home run, but still looking really sharp. He did. I, you know, I, I thought, okay, it's done. It's, it's over. The, the narrative is, is done. And, and to give up four, again, you, you just can't give up that many runs. Yeah. It's going to hang over his head. It's going to continue to hang over his head. Let me ask this. Right. Would, you, would you blame it as, so game one, it wasn't, a, obviously it's the World Series, but it's not a high, high pressure situation. You yeah. still got a, a full six games left. It's not full pressure and i'm not yeah. sure if the pressure was on him in the other games he pitched the second time around the pitchers have already seen him mm-hmm. what do we point the finger at do we point it at at him kind of failing in a higher pressure situation he buckled under the pressure or that the pitchers or that the the batters had already seen him and, and maybe learned some of his stuff you want to see a rodeo right now where i hop on the bull and then <laughs> oh, argue, oh, yes. argue against myself yes <laughs> <laughs> but the astros having the talent and the hitters that they have, I think seeing him for a game does make a difference. I think you can watch all the film and look at your iPad and look at the charts all day, but when you've actually sat in the batter's box and faced Kershaw and, you know, maybe you didn't get a hit, but maybe you you were just close or maybe you fouled a few off, that next time you see him, you're going to go in with a little more confidence, a little more reassurance. You're not going to go in as scared. And the Astros were not scared. They weren't. They weren't scared of Kershaw. They weren't scared of Jansen, which is something that Jansen has kind of struck fear into anyone yeah. he's come in to close. And they just were not afraid of him. And so I think that that makes a difference. Because and it's because the Astros have the talent to do so. I think against less talented teams, he's going to do that. But yeah. against against the that's Astros, completely true. It's it's tough. Although. I'm going to fight back on the Jansen thing. A three out Jansen, I still think, scares the crap out of the Astros. Well, yeah, he did it for three um, outs. It's the, the he, second He did it three. twice yeah. for three outs. Yeah. So uh, I, if, if they have to face Jansen in the ninth and they're down a, a run or two, I think they're scared. All right. Second question. 
That was just one question. <laughs> oh, yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Will we see Darvish wearing Dodger blue next year? I don't think so. Uh, who? I don't know. I, that I don't know. I, I don't know. Nobody's ever even talked about that. It's I guess it just check. depends on him, really. You? My gut yeah. tells me no, but I also will add the caveat that it doesn't have to do with the the poor World Series game. I don't think that's the reason yeah. why. Okay. Oh I mean, no. If they're able to bring no. him in at a decent no, salary no, no, no. and to no, make it, it work, would, but yeah, I just it would have to be because get, of money and making it work. Yeah. yeah. Someone's going to okay. offer him more money than the Dodgers are probably willing to give. Yeah. To, it, the one World Series game didn't even enter my mind because that was a, an anomaly uh, uh, this season. Um, so yeah, no, it has nothing to do with that. The gotcha. leather on the ball. Okay. Here we go. When the Dodgers make it to Game Seven, who yeah, should get the say start? That. Kershaw. In game seven? <laughs> yep. Kershaw should three get the start? Three no. days rest. Three Kershaw days rest? Really no. <laughs> ben just threw something at his radio. <laughs> no, I think Alex was. Vic? Uh, I'm going to say Darvish is going to get it. But is, is yeah. he on a short leash? Uh, everybody's on a short yeah, leash. You, bring, yeah. Dude, yeah. you can use everybody. Alex Wood had a no-hitter going on. Yeah. Yeah, every Alex Wood had a had a no hitter. Yeah, you you bring in Darvish, and then you can even have you can have Kershaw yeah, coming bring in Kershaw relief in for an inning. You, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, you yeah. I mean, yeah. So uh, you can Alex Wood is available for. I mean, everybody's available for relief. So um, yeah, I think you bring because yeah, you totally bring in Darvish. You let him be the hero of of uh, and make up for what he what happened in the previous game, and uh, let him bring glory to the Dodgers as uh, an Asian American oh, yes. or as an Asian oh, love it. pitcher. How sweet that be? Get back at yeah. that uh, yeah that troll head. Yeah. Love it. Okay, stock yeah. watch. Give me one Dodger player whose stock in your mind has risen the most in this World Series, and one who's dropped the most. <laughs> I think Victor and I are going to have the same one. You ready? One, two, three. Chris Taylor. Logan Forsythe. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I was wrong. That was a terrible skit. <laughs> no, but I love it. And why? Uh, Chris Taylor has just been on fire. He's He's been clutch. You know, he's showed off his, his speed. And I think he's just... we. We've noticed this season that he has picked it up for the Dodgers, but I think he's now shown the the MLB public, any casual fan who wasn't watching the Dodgers all season, he's shown that he's legit. And I think his stock is at a high right yeah. now. I think he's shown himself well in the playoffs. But uh, see, I, I understood the question as differently is because as if whose stock has risen the most because of the World Series. Okay, I see Chris that. Taylor's been Chris Taylor's been great all year. He was great in every series. So I think his stock is pretty much the same. Um if 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 risen a little bit. Logan Forsythe had a horrible year. Uh yeah. That's uh, true. But in the World Series, Hammer, this you know guy better. You has can, been... You need to read the whole question before you answer. <laughs> no, Come on, teacher. I still stand by my answer. I still stand by my answer because there are players who have not come through, who have not been the same player that they were during the regular season in the World Series. Love it. So the fact that Taylor is able to withstand that pressure and still be the the great player that he was during the regular season, I think that's why his stock is, is high. Fair enough. Standing by my answer. And Vic Forsythe? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, this guy had a horrible, horrible season. I mean, he batted in the what two thirty or something like that. And in this World Series, he's been a rock. He's been the probably the best hitter uh, in this World Series as far as getting on base uh, and getting hits when it matters. Um, without him, uh, I don't even know if they win any games. Um, he's been that steady of a hitter. Uh, when it counted the most, so uh, I mean, he's not hitting the the bombs. He's not, you know, hitting. Uh, he's not getting the headlines. But th- this guy, compared to where he was during the regular season, Logan Forsythe has definitely his stock has risen a whole whole bunch. Love that. Okay, and who's lost their <laughs> stock? It's who's really, dropped the most. I'm going to be such a homer right now. 
<laughs> there, there is no one who I think has totally stunk it up. Yeah, I mean, there, are people, I mean, there, there really are pe- isn't. There are people who are are in slumps, yeah. so to say, but they've still come up with big plays. I don't think I don't think there's anyone on the roster who hasn't yeah. had a decent hit in the World Series. You know, um, you right. think of yeah. someone like Puig. You could say he hasn't had the best World Series, but he's had a couple home runs yeah, and yes. in big situations. So you, yeah. you can't say it's Puig. You know, I'm thinking, uh, you know, Bellinger. He, what about? But uh, Bellinger came in th- clutch came in the last yeah. game. No, he's also. had a he's triple, double, a home run. Yeah, yeah and, no, he's and defensively, he's still amazing. So yeah, yeah I guess maybe. Yeah, there's. If I had to pick someone, and are we going World Series only? Yes. Then maybe Kike Hernandez. Because he, because yeah. I think we were expecting more from him, and not that he's been. And this is all things considered. If I had to pick someone, because I don't want to say nobody, <laughs> there's a gun to he, your head. He, he's the one who you would say I expected a little bit more from him, and that's not to say that he's not going to do it in these next two games, because he's due. He he's not doing what we thought he was, what he did in the previous series, and being that spark plug off the bench. I think I think we need him to do a little bit more, and maybe he's still due to do so. Vic, did you have a, a stock loss or <laughs> someone who lost their stock? <laughs> Read the whole question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't use that against me. <laughs> Don't make me bleed uh, my Not really. Uh, every, everybody has had their moment to shine. Um, and, and Curtis Granderson isn't on this team. So, I mean, no. <laughs> uh, see? Love it. He didn't follow His the rules. His stock's gone up by being not on the team. Victor, your stock went down. Oh, yeah. He didn't answer oh. your question. <laughs> All right. Last question. And it's a yes or no answer, so we don't need a whole explanation because we're way over time. We're going to get one. Are the balls juiced? <laughs> no. No? No. Vic? The bats are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't resist. Well, oh, I love it. I love the twist. N- no, I don't I don't believe... I don't think... Not, I think juice is the wrong word. I do think that the leather... Has has made an effect on pitchers and and their uh, their control. I mean, both sides, both pitchers on but both I mean, sides have complained about the ball that are hit. We this uh, World well, Series if you can't broke control the, your pitch. The record for the right. home run. But if you runs, can't yeah. if you can't control where your pitch is going, you're going to give up home runs. That that pitch that mm-hmm. Callie Jansen pit, uh, in the second game is never in that location. He never pitches the ball in that location when they tied the game on a home run. Um, and so when you have pitchers on both sides complaining about how slippery this ball is. It, it, how you know? Of course, it's going to affect. It's going to it's going to leave balls that are just uh, you know waist high for people, and, and they're going to be able to tee off. You also have to remember that this is the Houston Astros. They had the second most home runs, the number one uh, offense as far as RBIs are concerned. These guys can hit, and like I said, they're playing in a miniature ballpark um, box. that suits them. <laughs> yeah, and so three you know they had three straight games in this miniature uh, juice box that they're playing in, and uh, I think that affected things. Do I think I don't think the ball is juiced. I think the the slipperiness is affecting pitchers um control and that's contributing to home runs what a yes or no so, answer so is that is that yes <laughs> that was a no that was, that was a, no. a no that's right okay no they're not juiced <laughs> good, no good. there's not something in the ball great. that is making them go farther great answer all right way to follow the instructions okay here we go last thing before we move on from dodger talk d1 as you've all noticed is not in studio he's actually out of town it's been so uh, quiet for his, uh, for his STD treatments. Yeah, well, yeah. there's yes. only certain states that approve, 
you know, special medications and <laughs> trials, right. medical trials. So, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, he had to leave the state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but he was kind enough to actually record an audio clip Ooh. to, because uh, he, he hated missing the World Series. And I'm sure he, he has thoughts. He sent this with oh, a yes. disclaimer. Yes. Yeah. Well, he sent this of with a disclaimer that uh, he says, Man, it's really hard to record by yourself. <laughs> it's tough when you guys aren't no, in the room. No one's a bounce <laughs> So he says, it's kind of cheesy, but I had to send it. So here's Ben talking about the World Series. Hey, boys. This has been one hell of a week of World Series baseball. I wish I was in studio with you to enjoy the biggest moment in L.A. sports since this podcast's inception, but you'll have to settle for this lame-ass recording. Where do I start? The Dodgers have managed to rip my heart out twice this week while snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. To be fair, if you had told me that Bellinger was going to start the series 0 for 11 and be inconsistent, Puig would disappear, Darvish wouldn't last two innings in his start, Jansen would blow two saves, and that Kershaw would continue his playoff struggles while giving up eight home runs this postseason, I would have told you the Dodgers would have been swept out of the series. The fact that we're returning back to L.A., only down three games to two is a testament to this team's will. I believe that only a Hollywood ending would give justice to this incredible season. I have no justifiable reasons to support this theory, but who gives a shit? That's why we're fans, and that's why we watch. Go Dodgers, and I'll see you back in studio next week. Well wow. done, Ben. Wow. Well done, Benjamin. Ben going with the anti-hate couch. Wow, that was yes. very well Seriously. rehearsed. The meds are working. Oh, man, great dictation. That was <laughs> amazing, Ben. A plus. Well done. I, I could I could see him standing in front of your class reading oh, that yeah. report yeah. on yeah. the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Listen, he, serious he was clearly reading off the cue cards, yeah. but it was still amazing. It was very well done. <laughs> I love it. We're proud of you, Ben. If Ben is, well done, Ben. If Ben is amped on this team oh. and these last two games, then everyone yeah. in Los Angeles should be pumped. I'm going to say he's right. L listen to all those things he listed, yep. and we're only down a game, and we have two games at home. Yep. Yes. I mean, the only thing that makes me super nervous is everyone is so positive, and we're so excited, and the Astros are only one game away, too. One so game. Hey, that's the hate yeah, couch talking. Hate Remember? I feel it. I feel it. Over I feel it coming <laughs> over here. No, but the fact that, you know, they're able to battle back and they've shown that testicular fortitude Whoa. to fight Whoa. back every single step of the way. Yes. There, there's no way that they're going to go down without a fight. Oh, like, absolutely. At the very least, they're going to. And oh, if there's a game oh. seven, when there's a game seven, when, oh my and gosh, Vic's it's going to be insane. They're all going to rub Victor's head before the game for good luck. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to refill Jobu's rum. Yes. We're oh, winning we the should, World actually. Series. Yes. All right. Let's uh, let's take a quick break, and and I, I think there's a couple other teams to talk about. I don't know. I, I have some more Dodgers if thoughts if when we've we come even, back. Yeah. <laughs> if any of us have even Aaron paid attention to them, we'll be right back. Here in L.A., we love our weather and sports teams, but we do not love our traffic. With a car accident every six seconds, we all know someone who's been in a fender bender. At Garcia Chiropractic, we specialize in relieving pain caused by sports injuries, car accidents, or just the stress of sitting in daily traffic. Our x-ray analysis ensures you get the treatment you need. Have you had a sports injury or been in a car accident? Know someone who has? Go to DannyGarciaDC.com to schedule a new patient exam. We're so confident you'll love your first visit, we're willing to pay for your gas. Mention guys in shorts and you'll receive a $20 gas card. Again, that's DannyGarciaDC.com. Schedule your exam today. We are back. All right. We're a couple weeks into the NBA season. It's amazing that uh, Lakers aren't <laughs> at the top of the show. <laughs> Usually they're the talk of the town and... 
And number one, it's kind of fun to have the the Dodgers to talk about. Yeah, basketball doesn't start till Christmas. We're good. Yeah, yeah. We'll Plenty we'll save time. our we'll save our big NBA push for next week. But but uh, Vic, you wanted to talk about uh, some some basketball and and Lakers news. What uh, what do you got for us? Uh, well, as of right now, the Lakers are two and four, uh, and uh, Lonzo Ball has been having a, um, a a rough patch of games here. Uh, but the good thing is that they actually had a really good game against the Washington. Uh, God, the name is Wizards. What are they called again? <laughs> you were going to call them the Bullets. <laughs> I was going to call them the Bullets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the Washington I really was. Wizards. Yeah, the good old Washington Wizards. And uh, actually, I did that work with another team the other day, and I don't know who it was, but I did the exact same. Yeah, it was the other day, so you don't remember. It was the Washington Washington Generals from your old Harlem Globetrotter days. (laughs) (laughs) This World Series is stealing your brain cells, too. It's, you have no idea. (laughs) Um, But uh, the good thing about that one was that John Wall had gone on a, you know, Rampage talking about Lonzo's ball or Lonzo Ball's dad. Yeah. And, you know, of course, LeVar had, you know, to answer back. And so there's this big old thing. And Wall or uh, one of the teammates has said, you know, there's going to be no mercy on the on, on Lonzo, blah, 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 blah. They play the game. The Lakers pretty much before the game told Lonzo they had his back. They win the game. Um, both uh, John Wall and Lonzo had uh, not stellar games. But after the game, which seems to be happening a lot, is John Wall was very, uh, what's the right word? Uh, complimentary. complimentary. Thank you. Mm-hmm complimentary of, of Lonzo and uh, saying, you know, he's, this kid's going to be good. Um, you can see it, you know, he's not his dad. Uh, and it, it, it <laughs> no, seems good. to be happening every time they play a team where there's a, you know, somebody's going to go up against Lonzo after the game. He must be like the nicest guy in the world because after I the game, all, everybody's just so, uh, uh, feels so good about him and they're on the other team. It's so weird to keep hearing these people afterwards say good things about Lonzo. Um, but so hopefully he snaps out of it and the Lakers can get a better, uh, you know, can go, go on a little mini win streak here. Um, but yeah, so that's basically where the Lakers are at right now. Two and four, uh, not much to talk about there, but there is, here's the crazy part on, we're going to do, uh, a little, uh, Paul George watching this year because, you know, with the Oklahoma City Thunder, getting him and then getting Carmelo, uh, I kind of want to do updates every once in a while, uh, good and bad about what's going on over there. As of right now, the Thunder only have one more win than the the Lakers, and they're not in the playoff run. Nah, they're only three and three, six games in, but (laughs) they have not looked... They have, yeah, they have not looked as good as people thought they were going to look. So that's good news for the Lakers there, because you know there's well, always a chance that also they're Paul still George not in Southern come. California. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Well, Russell right. Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. I mean, does Paul George even see the basketball? Does he know what the basketball looks like yeah. with those two guys on the court? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking exactly. of the Thunder, I know this is not sp- LA sports related, but did you see that their their plane got hit by a bird? Are they? They had a bird strike Ooh. in midair. Yeah, I, I saw something about that. The front of their that. plane was completely dented in. It was wow. insane. Really? So we're lucky that Paul George I, is still available I hope, and alive. I hope yeah. PETA goes after those guys for killing that bird. <laughs> oh, the bird. That is not cool. Yeah. There needs to be a suspension for the entire team. <laughs> <laughs> not cool. The bird has been fined cool. by Roger talk, Goodell. Yeah, talk to Goodell about yeah. how to handle that. <laughs> Any other basketball news, Vic? I feel like you're, yeah, you might be uh, the only one paying attention <laughs> right now. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> uh, LeBron is coming to the Lakers, you guys. 
Oh, uh, what? I don't know. We haven't it's heard that one yet. First, I've heard of it. <laughs> I know where he's yeah, going. Yeah, LeBron favorite segment. went. Yes, LeBron tweeted happy birthday to Lonzo Ball. Oh, well then, oh, that's, that's, that's I mean, a done well, deal. Who else does he yeah. say happy birthday to? Okay, guys? He likes yeah, Lonzo. He's coming true. to the Lakers. Well, Lonzo, I, I heard Lonzo's the nicest guy on the planet. <laughs> he is. He yes. is. This is so, a fact, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that kind of makes Ben hate Lonzo more. <laughs> ben likeable. hates when oh, players sure. like each other. He considers it and, soft. Yeah. And he yeah. probably just turned listening to this. Probably. He yeah. probably did. Like, oh, yeah, unfortunately. No, he listened for his In the old days. And he's done. Yeah, he's not going to listen to this whole <laughs> yeah, thing. In the old days. <laughs> That's yeah. right. We're going to go into the Galaxy no. update in a bit, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, there's only an audio LeBron... clip where his voice will be played a little <laughs> oh, later on, so he's mind. definitely still listening. <laughs> Never mind. <Yeah. laughs> okay, Vic, sorry. Not only, that, not only that, LeBron James replied to a tweet with both Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball in it and said, love the team, let's continue to break the mode. So he replied. What does that mean? Replied. It's so, it's so cryptic, Yeah, love man. the team. Obviously, it's got to be the Lakers, right? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, except oh. LeBron is not coming to the Lakers. Oh, why'd Very you ruin it? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball are part of a, a, a venture that LeBron James is doing called Uninterrupted, where they put videos and stuff up. So uh, you can say that he was just saying happy birthday to an employee of his, and the team that he was talking about was the un- Uninterrupted team because... Technically, that's who he replied to was his own uh, uninterrupted team. Yeah, so but, yeah, yeah but he's still. not coming to the Lakers. But he knew what he was doing. <laughs> he knew what he was doing when he, he wrote those everyone, tweets. Yeah. He knows everybody's hanging on every single word oh, totally. he says. And how many players are totally, there in the totally. NBA? And he wants those guys to work with him. Uh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. What does that say? Hmm. And and finally, uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell, oh, the guy that the Lakers. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought I thought we were done with this. No, because he is he is averaging almost twenty points a game for the <laughs> Brooklyn Nets and in only twenty six minutes. Uh, we knew this was and happen. so. Basically, he's tearing it up, uh, playing under a new system, uh, where you know, pretty much where he's the leader of the team and he gets to do what he wants to do. And uh, if this continues, if he continues for the rest of the season to play this way, he's averaging five point two assists a game as well. Um, I, I can only say that the only way that this trade makes sense, if, if for what they got, if LeBron James actually comes. To the Lakers. Otherwise, I think that they actually made a mistake by getting rid of uh, wow. D'Angelo and and at least not holding on to him until the trade deadline, where you where you would hope that his his stock would rise and you can get more from, than what they did. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like a, a very good trade right now, you guys. But that could change. That could change. Yeah, I wasn't a Russell hater. I thought, I mean, you know the talent was there, and you knew when he went to Brooklyn, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, uh, and a weak a week Eastern Conference, you knew he was going to go on a tear. So this isn't surprising, but I agree with you. If, if, if Lonzo isn't going to show those flashes, and we don't get anything else after this season, then it's going to look really bad when, when uh, D'Angelo Russell goes on to have a, a very long NBA career, because I yeah. think that's what he's setting himself <laughs> up for. Good times. Nah, who cares? Do? <laughs> Good riddance. Clipper. Get out of here. Clippers <laughs> lost. Oh, perfect. Yep. Wait. <laughs> perfect way to finish Laker talk. Love it. Moving on. We have the uh, Rams. We're on by here in week eight. Yes. But next week they head to New York to take on the Giants. 
not the hated Giants of San Francisco, but the New York Football Giants. Those yeah, are the ones. Yes, yeah, not, yeah. The, not the baseball Giants, the football Giants. <laughs> right, right. Fun fact: the San Francisco Giants used to play in New York. Oh, used, that's really? Why they used to call them the Baseball Giants and then the Football Giants. The more I, you know. I feel like yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like you could be a little more creative, New York, <laughs> with, your, with your team names. Just a little. Besa, we've already said we're expecting a win, right? Ugh. Oh yeah! Come next Sunday, the Rams will be uh, six and two in the NFC West. <sighs> Love it! Come on, this is this is the Giants. <laughs> this is the Giants. I mean, Eli Manning, he, he's looking a little bit lost. He's lost a few weapons this season with uh, Odell Beckham. So uh, I think it's going to be a good Sunday overall. And by the end of Sunday evening, Rams nice. are going to be six and two. Yeah, I think the Rams defense is going to do a great job isolating Evan Ingram, really shutting him down for the game. Oh, <laughs> I feel like he's the only player that's going <laughs> to. Note to listener, <laughs> Eric and I traded for uh, Evan Ingram in our fantasy football league. <laughs> Trying to make the connection. But there you go. That's going like, to be rough. What, what? Why is he bringing this up? Yeah. That's going to be rough rooting for that guy against the, the Rams. Yeah. I probably won't be able to. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Chargers lost to the Patriots 21 to 13. Moving on. The Raiders. <laughs> that was more than enough. Actually, yeah, that was plenty. Um, you know, points. when Ben, while he was recording the audio clip earlier, he also did us a solid and recorded a Raiders update. Nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be honest. The first one was really good. I'm expecting it to go downhill. Oh, I, I think <laughs> the, so. Yeah. The sequel is always well, worse. He, well, he pulled bad. out the hate couch on this one. <laughs> yeah. Watch. I don't know. We'll see. You ready? So the Raiders lost 34 to 14. I think this might be my last update of the season. Moving on. Nice. Well, you can't be bad if it's not long. That's oh, right. That's what my wife says. That's. Oh, wow. What? We love you, Melissa. Well played. <laughs> well played, Hammer. Shall we talk some college football? Oh, of Hammer. Course, of course. We got some SC to talk. We're back. Oh, oh. exciting. After the absolute spanking, you know, we were taken out back in the vestibule and, you know, Shown some bad things by the Notre Dame uh, <laughs> team. Read between the lines on that one. Uh -huh. uh, but you, there's no one, after a loss like that, I could tell you that no one wanted to get on the field faster than the USC Trojans. After a loss like that, you want to redeem yourself. You want to show that you can you can still play after getting pretty much embarrassed by Notre Dame. So they were away to Arizona State, who has a team that recently beat Washington, who was one of the favorites in the Pac-12 North. So we knew Arizona State was going to be a tough matchup, and USC showed up to play this game. Sam Darnold looked like the Sam Darnold we wanted him to be. All right, Ronald nice. Jones, who you haven't heard me talk about much, had a great game. He had over 200 yards rushing and two touchdowns. So the, you know he had a huge run where he broke a tackle and then let loose. So the, the Trojans looked like the Trojans we thought they were going to be. So the defense is going to shut down. They frustrated the ASU quarterback. They they were in his face and they were cutting off his receivers. And so the defense, like I said, is is championship caliber and it's always going to be there. It's it's we're going to need the offense to start showing up. And so they showed up this game against Arizona State. They ended up beating them forty eight to seventeen. Wow. So you know it was a big blowout win. The game was pretty much over at the half because they extended their lead so much. So this was a big win for USC. A road win. Basically, they have the Pac-12 South in their hands. It's up; they they control their own destiny, which is something nice. You you don't need to rely on results from other teams. But next week, we host Arizona. 
the University of Arizona, not Arizona State. Yep. And they just put the beat down on Washington State. So Arizona is going to be coming in fired up. They have an explosive offense, a running quarterback, and then a great running back. And so Arizona is going to be a dangerous game. But if they win this game against Arizona, the Pac-12 South is pretty much USC's. And they could pretty much right into a championship Ooh, game nice. where they can get a rematch against Washington State, which I think everyone would want because Washington State, State they were in that game until the very end, and they played horribly. So to get Washington State and actually to play well against them, I want them back. But when And then if you get Washington, Washington has shown their vulnerability. They've gone down this season, so that wouldn't be a bad game for USC either. And then the third option, kind of the wild card, would be Stanford. Stanford is looking strong as well, but they've already put away Stanford this season, mm -hmm. so they have the playbook on them. So things look good. Huge game. You know, you can't, can't count it an automatic win. Arizona's going to bring game. Arizona's going to be tough. Arizona already beat UCLA earlier this season. They've beat um, some big teams, so I think Arizona is going to be a team that we need to be careful with. But if USC wins, Sam Darnold looks good. Ronald Jones looks good. Defense does what they've been doing all year. We might be talking a Rose Bowl. We might oh, be seeing roses. I'm going to start saying it. it. We're yes. at that part of the season where I can start saying it. What, uh, what are you expecting? I think it's going to be a very, very close game. It's probably going to be something uh, like the Texas game where it's going to come down to a field goal or it's going to come down to an overtime. It's going to be a close game, and it's okay. going to be, in my opinion, whoever has the ball last. Okay. Whoever has the ball last is going to score the game-winning touchdown because the offenses are explosive. That being said, it'd be really nice if USC shut down the offense and then we didn't have to worry about it at all. But well, still. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm all for that. All right, good stuff. Shall we uh, do everyone's favorite segment, USC fan talking UCLA football? That's uh, you know, that's why people tune in. Oh, that's yes, why they download for sure. Yeah, to listen for sure. At least one end. person does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, speaking of Washington, Washington beat UCLA 44 to 23. And that's what I get for having a little bit of faith in UCLA. I thought UCLA, oh. <laughs> Josh Rosen is going to yeah. go in hot. Uh, the, you did. Washington looks vulnerable. They may lose. UCLA is going to show, give them a game, and they didn't give them a game. It was tied 3-3 after the first quarter, and then Washington basically just unleashed unleashed the beast. And, and Washington dominated for the rest of the game. Josh Rosen, surprisingly, only threw 21 times. He was 12 for 21 with 93 yards. It's like Ooh. a third so as yeah. many times ah. as he usually so, throws. Right when I said Josh Rosen is having the year we thought Sam Darnold was having, Sam Darnold is struggling. It's like they they switched bodies. It was, you know, one of those, what's the Lindsay Lohan movie? Uh, Freaky Friday. Oh. <laughs> ben would have <laughs> oh, pulled yeah. that up out of his ass yeah, right, right there. <laughs> so so they, they switched roles, and so Rosen did, wasn't, the explosive Rosen that we've seen before, not the chosen Rosen. So they went down. It was a tough opponent. Washington's yeah. no joke. Um, so you you can't say that they should be embarrassed about this loss. But at the same time, there, there aren't a lot of bright, bright spots for UCLA. So we're going to see what they can do in the upcoming weeks. But at the four and four. It, it doesn't look good for them for the for the rest of the season. So I think they need to start making preparations, basically preparing for the USC game and then looking into the off season on what they're going to do next. Wow, that's not very optimistic. That's a, <laughs> hey, that's well, definitely a USC fan. Yeah, well, talking to UCLA football. If you're an NFL fan, you know, you're a fan of the 49ers or the Browns. You know, Josh <laughs> Rosen. Yeah, yeah, he's a quarterback. Oh, he likes go, to yeah. sling it. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, bam. All right. I guess we should wrap it up, guys. Before we do, 
The Kings are also playing. Oh, they're on fire. Yep. They went 3-1 and one this past week. Nice. Wins against the Senators, Canadians, and Bruins, and a loss to the Blues. They are 9-2-1, and one, first in their division. Oh, oh. looking good. Yeah. Oh, and look That's at that. exciting. Yeah, the, the Senators, the Canadians, and the Bruins. That's Canada, Canada, Boston. Yeah. That feels good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Definitely oh, feels man. good. Triple whammy Hate there. Hate those places. <laughs> I've never been to Boston. Yeah, but well done, At least Kings. It's in America. Kings, Kings yes, look good. Work. Good. good work. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> for uh, for the rest of the Kings talk, go to the Guys in Shorts King Show. Those guys will give you all the rainbows and butterflies oh, feels yeah. on the on the Kings, at they least all, until they prove them otherwise. They all came They're, in wearing their Toffoli shirts. Yeah, they were all excited today. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, that is it. Oh, you know what? Before we go, we should also mention. Guys in Shorts Fantasy Football League this week. Oh, did I get it? Who won? No, you have some pep in your step. Uh Uh-oh. It wasn't me. Oh. Oh. And it wasn't Darren. Oh, come on. It was friend of the show and eternal last place (laughs) fantasy footballer. Jason Gallo. Wow, well done. Congrats hey, to well Jason. Done. There's a one in front of his Kick name. some butt, wow. yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys lost to Jason. I know. Oh, you suck. That I hurts. know, I know. Good work, Jason. Love you, Jason. All right, follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. We're also on Facebook and Reddit and... And, and tri- a trick or treat, trick or t- haunted house near you. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> We're everywhere. We should have done a haunted house. There you go. You'd have Davis, David S. Pumpkins yeah, there. I, I oh, gone yes, as, he would have been there. I would have gone as U.S. Soccer, the most terrifying thing <laughs> I could think frightening. of. <laughs> that is frightening. Uh, check out our website at guysandshirts.com. If you'd like to leave a voicemail for us, you can do that at 562 450 3356. And please share the show with all your friends. You can review it on Apple Podcasts and also subscribe there. That's it for Victor Costello, Darren Besa, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Hey, and Ben Garcia, he called in. He did his he part. Did. Yeah. That's right. I'm Jeff Wilson. Go Dodgers! Let's go Dodgers! Yes. Dodgers!